welcome to Rise Up in Business, the law podcast for small business owners. This podcast is designed to share important legal information without the stuffy legal jargon. I'm Tracy Marlacrane. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rise Up in Business podcast. If you are joining me, when this episode drops, you are joining me right in the middle of the Christmas holiday period, and I'm really grateful that you have chosen to have me in your ears at this time. This is a time where hopefully you are not focused on moving the needle in your business, and hopefully you are taking some well-deserved time off and enjoying some downtime. So this episode is designed to offer some light discussion by me and some inspiration for when you are enjoying that downtime to rest and recharge and hopefully to reflect. I hope you enjoy what I'm sharing here with you in the episode. I hope you find it nourishing and valuable for when you undertake your own reflections. If you've been listening to the podcast for a little while, particularly the last few episodes, you'll know that at this time of year, I find it really valuable to pause and reflect on business and life in general. And I find that that's vital for me to prepare myself and plan for the year ahead. Part of the process that's really useful for me is to reflect on what worked and what didn't. And so I want to dive deeper into that today and really share with you what I've identified as my low point from the year and the high point from the year. So when I say low point, it's not really a low point because it's been an extraordinarily valuable learning, but it's certainly what I've identified has been my biggest challenge nonetheless. My biggest learnings and the real low point for me in the process of those learnings this year have been around my team. This has by far been the most challenging area for me this year in my business. And what I find interesting is that I can talk to clients and business owners all day long about growing their team, expanding offerings, getting the documentation right, being protected, all of the things. You can imagine I've done podcast episodes on it. We write about it on the resources page of the website. It's something that's really important is getting it right setting ourselves up for success in our business. And from a practical perspective, of course, I had all those frameworks in place in my business too. I still do. But the personalized side of things really got me this year. I've discovered on reflection, because I didn't realize it at the time, that I was making decisions around team members in my business that were in the best interests of the team members and not necessarily in the best interests of the business. I gave and I gave and I gave and I extended myself in every way that I could to support some team members and their own personal circumstances and personal challenges because I want to, because you want to be a good human, because you are a good human and you want to act consistent with that and you want to support people and you want to do as much as you can. But there's a fine line, I think, and I've learned that on reflection, that there is a fine line between acting consistent with your values and being that decent, beautiful human that you are and then... The fine line is when does that become a bad business decision? Because what happened for me is the scenarios that I'm referring to became a little one way, one scenario in particular, and as a result, the business suffered. I knew the business was suffering. I could see the business was suffering, but I didn't want to act because I thought if I can just ride this out a bit longer, it'll come good and everyone will live happily ever after. So what happened was I didn't act quickly. I did not take my own advice. I let things continue for too long in a situation that was not sustainable for the business 
And that had a flow-on effect. It had a flow-on effect to client servicing, the high standard of client service that I've established in my business. Those levels started dropping for a period. Profit dropped, not revenue, but profit, to be honest. And we all know the difference and the importance of of the distinction between revenue and profit. So profit dropped. And the pressure and the stress that this put on me as the business owner meant that I started falling out of love with my business and I stopped enjoying my day-to-day. I thought it was a short-term, it was a sacrifice I was prepared to make because I really, really wanted this to have a happy ending. But the truth is, it was never going to. I just didn't see it. So with the right people around me, because I very much believe in the importance of surrounding ourselves with the right people in business, the right people around me, and in this case, it was my numbers gurus, my bookkeeper and my accountant, and my business strategist who helps me see the forest from the trees at times when I'm struggling with that. I was able to eventually get to the point where I took action. I worked through the discomfort because it was bloody uncomfortable. So I worked through that, dealt with the situation. And what that meant was lovingly parting ways with some team members. But what it also meant was that I was instantly invigorated in my business and my love affair with my business was very much rekindled. And oh gosh, if only I had have known how it would feel at the other end to come through that discomfort, how bloody good it would feel to have done it in such a way that was aligned with me to have made that decision and taken those uncomfortable steps to position everybody going forward for success. Because obviously when you reach that point with a scenario like that, it's not good for anybody. So this was a really powerful lesson and it's positioned me really well moving forward into 2023 because the lessons here have heavily factored in to my 2023 planning, my service offerings and how I want to structure my client servicing and turnarounds with client work have been heavily framed around those lessons that I learned. The clarity that I have feels priceless. But certainly in reflection, I wanted to share that on here to be really transparent and really open to say, even though I talk all the time about setting ourselves up and doing all the things and setting ourselves up for success, it can still be really hard because there is a human element too. And when you get into that day-to-day and you're dealing with people in the team, it can be tough. And I have certainly experienced that this year. So that I would say is categorized as my low point. But like I said, it's not really a low because the learning was so valuable, but it was the most challenging experience this year in business. For the high points, there's been many, but I would love to share with you three really high points. The first is being able to incorporate pro bono work into my business whilst maintaining the business's viability to be able to continue to service business owners and entrepreneurs the way that I want to. So I established the business with an empower ethos. So I was committed and determined to educate and empower business owners everywhere to back themselves legally and set themselves up for long-term sustainable success. What that means is There are business owners with all types of businesses, needs, budgets, revenues, etc. There are some, invariably, who don't have the budget for the legal protection and the legal support that they need and that we offer. So this year, I was able to attribute 5% of our time and commit that to pro bono work in 2022. And we met that target. So for me, that's a definite high. I'm really proud to say also that next year in 2023, I'm introducing a pro bono program, which will be open for applications for small business owners to access our legal packages on a pro bono basis. So that means without paying. And I'm planning to open applications twice a year. And this is in my quarter one planning for 2023 to launch. So stay tuned for that. The second real high point has been our business growth. And that stems from 
the courage to back myself. The business model I have is different and it takes confidence to keep it going. When I launched, it was very rare for a law practice to operate this way, certainly very rare for somebody with my background in litigation and my niche in small business support to operate this way. If you've listened to earlier episodes of the podcast or if you've spoken to me at all, you'll know that I was met with a lot of resistance and a lot of negativity from the legal profession, but I did it anyway and I kept going. Fast forward to now, and when I look back and reflect on the year, my mission and my vision are clearly resonating with small business owners all across the country because my business growth is exceeding my wildest dreams, and I am so proud of that, and I am so grateful for that. Over the last financial year, we saw a 45% increase in new matters accepted, which is huge, and we saw a 47% increase in revenue compared with the earlier financial year. So that's revenue not profit. The profit margin is generous. No doubt it took a hit for the reason I outlined earlier, but it's generous. And whilst I've been able to grow my business this way, I'm also been able to pay myself a regular generous salary. And I'm so grateful for that because I know how much of a struggle it can be for small business owners to be able to pay themselves regularly and generously. So I feel really grateful and really proud of the growth that the business has achieved. That's the second high point I want to share with you. And the third, and this is personal and business, but I have learned to prioritize myself and I have appreciated that I matter too. And it's one thing to say it, and I'm not just talking self-care, by the way, I'm actually talking about really, really accepting and honoring myself and knowing that I matter too and prioritizing myself. One thing to say it, another thing entirely to do it. And this messaging is all over social media. It's so noisy. The social media and the digital space can be so noisy and overwhelming and it can be really off-putting sometimes. But what I've learned is I've learned how to develop really fierce boundaries to preserve my energy. And I'm a projector in human design. So this has been really important for me. And I spoke about this in more detail in episode 92 when I talked about why you shouldn't work all the time. So I dived into that in greater detail. But as a projector, it has been a game changer for me to learn how to preserve my energy and to learn to lean into how I work best to better serve my clients, to better serve myself and to show up with more presence, which is powerful for my family. What I've also done in this process is I have declared that I don't do overwhelm. I've just declared it. I have declared I do not do overwhelm. And this has taken so many learnings and real courage because if you've been following me for a while and listening to earlier episodes of the podcast, I've been very transparent and open sharing that I am the sort of person that going to overwhelm quite easily. Fast forward to a couple of months ago and I declared that I don't do overwhelm. That has been a game changer for me in business and in my personal life. And it has meant that I have just been so committed and consistent with enforcing my boundaries that my day-to-day has been impacted significantly in the most beautiful way. And I just feel that benefit pass on to my clients. I just know in my heart that everybody's better off. This has really all come together for me in the last quarter of this year because it was only a couple of months ago that I declared that I don't do overwhelm and it's only the past 12 months that I've really dived into human design and and what it is and I would describe the human design journey as a beautiful rabbit hole that I hope I never come out of. 
I honestly appreciate it so much. So this work's not set and forget. Don't think that I'm naive enough to think that it won't require constant work. It will. I know that. And I am in for that. But I feel like I finally landed somewhere really valuable in this space. And I just can't wait to see how this continues to positively impact the business going into 2023. And I'm really proud to have landed here and to be able to share this with you in such a clear way. So there we have it. Those are my leaps and bounds and learning from 2022. I would love to ask you just now to take a moment to reflect on what your leaps, bounds and learnings have been for 2022. And what can you take away as nuggets of gold and real value to implement into your planning and your strategic work for 2023? What have your low points be? What have your high points been? And are you able to flip those low points and take away the nuggets of gold that undoubtedly you've learnt from them? I truly hope you have, because I believe nothing's wasted. And if we can flip it like that and take the learnings and implement them, then they're truly not wasted. I hope you've loved this episode. I really do. And thank you for taking the time to listen to this, whether you're listening to it now in the holiday period or whether you're listening to it early in the new year when you're coming back fresh and recharged and full of passion and drive. If it is the case that you would like to jump on a call with me to talk about anything in your business that I can add value with to help you get off to a stellar start for the new year, please don't hesitate to jump over to my website and book in a time for a free chat. That is what I'm here for and I am always happy to help and I just love having these calls with business owners to help get some clarity around where you are and what I can do to assist going forward. That's it for me for this episode in the middle of the holiday season. I hope you are having a beautiful, beautiful holiday period, whatever that looks like for you, and I'll catch you next time. 